0: be back. It's good to be back. It's
1: good to be back
2: in a tailgate downtown. It's good to be back in a tailgate downtown. Welcome to Tailgate TV. I'm Brad Davis along with Cody Morris. On today's show, we're going to be talking about Bates County sports and outdoors with local
0: guests. Yeah, and Brad, I'm really excited to do this. Excited to have a podcast like this here in Bates County where we can sit and have some of these discussions and hopefully people enjoy this and they get something from it. And of course, if anybody watching wants to be a part of this show, you definitely can. Absolutely. Reach out to us. Find us on Facebook. Reach out. And whether you want to be a part of the show here sitting and talking with us, or if you want to sponsor this show and help make it happen, we need you as well. So reach out to us if you want to be involved in what we're doing here. And when you find us on Facebook, also look us up on YouTube, and we'll be putting some of our videos out there as well.
2: Absolutely. we'd like to thank our sponsor, CNS Graphics. Sonic and Mid America Live. We appreciate that support in helping us bring some of this fun stuff to you.
0: Absolutely, we're glad that they're on board with making this Absolutely. happen. And today's show, we have a really good lineup for you. We feel like, and I guess we're calling it the M Show. We got Mandy, Matt, and Major. Mandy Adams, Matt Cunningham, and Major Black are all going to come in and sit down and have some conversations with us. So we're excited about that.
2: Absolutely, and we hope you enjoy the show. We for Cody Morris. I'm Brad Davis. Thank you for
0: joining us here on Tailgate TV. We'll be right back on Tailgate TV after this short break. Sponsored by Sonic. We're so happy here on Tailgate TV to have a good friend of the show and the best barber in Bates County, Matt oh, Cunningham.
3: Voted on by the people.
0: That's voted it. on by the people. This is not a title that we've given it,
2: Or, he, or he's given himself. <laughs> The
0: people have spoken. <laughs> the
3: people spoke,
0: And they were heard. <laughs> and I thank you all so very much.
1: <laughs> that's right. right.
0: But no, Matt's going to come and he's going to talk some Adrian with us, some Adrian sports and just some happenings around there. And we're really glad to have you here to talk with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, I appreciate absolutely. it. Yeah, absolutely. But we'll jump straight in. And then I saw the other day that uh, Adrian Golf is partnering with Butler. I don't know if that's a... Is that a thing that they've done before? Do you know? Is I believe
3: was, this is the first season for that.
0: The first season for yeah.
3: that? Yeah. Now. Years ago, we used to partner with Archie okay. Okay. when they had a golf team, okay. and we actually had some good golfers play up there with Archie. Uh, Jesse Graham was one that did pretty well up there, but um, they got rid of their golf program after they lost all their kids, and so we dropped out of it. So, have they ever bad. have
0: they ever had their own golf program? No. Okay, so they've always no. partnered with somebody. Right now, but speaking of that, I did see Aiden Laiberger. He won the conference tournament. He did. Golf. He did.
3: I, 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 to be honest with you guys, did not know that he was, he was uh, that good at golf. Now, his older brother that graduated right, no. He's the youngest. Aiden's the youngest. Then there's Logan. Then there's Colin. And then there's Nathan. Nathan's the oldest. Uh, not Logan, but Colin started picking up golf a couple years ago and took to it like a fish to water and so evidently Aiden's got it in him too but that's a basketball family mostly the older two played college basketball um, and their dad played some and he's also a local referee around here Uh, so
0: so an athletic family too very athletic yeah Yeah.
3: and musical too Hmm. wow they play some musical instruments wow that's that's talented. That is talented.
2: <laughs> and taking the golf like a fish to water, as you said, that's not easy. No. Golf, golf is the opposite oh. of everything you've ever been taught.
3: Sidebar here, i got a, a classmate of mine that you may know, Matthew Kendrick, Matt Kendrick, uh, and his dad, Monty. Uh, I don't know if they'll see this or not, so I'm going to brag them up a little bit, but they're kind of <laughs> like that. Really? They took the golf like a fish to water. Wow hardly any lessons except for later on in life right tweak a few things right just could hit the ball straight and far first time they swung the club wow absolutely I makes
2: me mad I was going <laughs> to say I love those kind of people
3: <laughs> Brad can attest I'm not one of those
0: people he was with me the first time I tried to pick up golf but yeah keeping on the subject of yeah. things that I'm not good at I, I saw the track team yes. did pretty well. Yes. I saw the Adrian track team. I think the senior high boys and the junior high girls both won their
3: conference. They both won their conference. And really, the varsity girls aren't terrible. Okay. It's just that Appleton City is stacked at the girls' uh, track team. Well, they I hear a that, lot of speed down there. I
0: hear that Wemo Conference is one of the best track conferences kind of in the state. I, mean, I, I believe think. that.
3: I don't know that to be a fact fact, but I wouldn't doubt it any shape or form because really um, – for years, the Western Missouri Conference has been pretty competitive with itself. Yeah, You go back and you look at all the sports, and there's usually a team out of that conference that represents a conference somewhere deep in the playoffs in just about any sport. Most years. Not every year, obviously. Of course, sure. But most years. And um um, and many of them have won state titles in different
2: sports too, sure, or gone sure. to the
3: final four. Right, right.
2: Well, I know you know Midway obviously was so good in so many sports yeah. for so many years. Yeah, obviously, Adrian yeah, was so good in sure. so many sports so many years. And uh, you know that expansion that that the WeMo did a few years ago, mm-hmm. and again I say a few years. I've slept since then, so it might be ten years from now. I don't, yeah. But that expansion, boy, bringing in. And they brought in some really quality teams into the conference.
3: And Brad, I don't know if you knew this, but they were originally a part of the conference back in the day, right? And right. And then they left Here's the conference, conference, correct? And the little schools that's down that. south joined their own conference. It didn't work out, and then they brought them back the the Yeah, yeah. Which is so the yeah. only team that didn't come back was the Lockwood Tigers. Okay. Okay.
2: Lockwood, that's a that's a that's a. Stretch. They've had
3: a they've had a lot of good teams. It's amazing how many good athletes have come out of this conference. Right. And, they really and they're are. a
2: small 1A conference. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, uh, you know, good competition. Yeah. Boy, it, yep. it helps that. Good coaching. Absolutely. Good
3: athletic directors. Yes. And they've all kind of been, you know, the, the competition between Adrian and Midway started when an Adrian kid went up there to start coaching football. Right, right. Right? Yeah. And then you and then you have Coach Bruto grows up in Butler. Right. And comes to Adrian. Right, and exactly. And now you got that. Yeah. So,
2: it – yeah. Well it's it's that's it's terrific, right? I mean it really it's is fun. fun. It is. It people is. are related
3: to each other, people go to church with each other, sure. they go to different schools. So right. That, well it's great. It, it makes I mean it fun. it's a, it's great
2: experience and it's a it's really fun to be in an area for me. It's really fun to be in an area that really uh, promotes and really thrives on that healthy competition and Sports, and I, I think sports at all levels is so good for kids growing up. It teaches them how to lose, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it sometimes you need to learn that, right? Because yeah. if you don't ever know how to pick yourself back up and go again, then life's well, harder.
3: I think our goal in life as adults should be to win every day in Absolutely. what we do. But we're not going to win every day. That's right. Right? And so we need to learn how to deal with that. And Absolutely. what a better way to do it than with sports when you're growing up. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely, Absolutely right.
2: But, speaking of a team that doesn't lose a whole lot, but uh, the softball team currently, and again, we have we've went through this trying to find some uh, the most updated accurate. scores yeah. and things like that, and sometimes that can be a little bit difficult. 14-9 on the year. Yeah. Maybe not having the year that, that Adrian's had in the past. I believe that they won over 20 games last year, which obviously is really good. But um, only two seniors on the roster for... The Lady Blackhawks, which at fourteen and nine, you only having two seniors, you, you can look forward to a lot of
3: well. And, and to be honest with you guys, not what you would call state championships uh, level of pitching either. The sure. pitching has been very good, very good, uh, good enough to keep you in the games and give your offense uh, plenty of opportunity to get in there and, and stay competitive, but. Um, No, uh, Elise Evans is by far one of the funnest female athletes to come around. Um, Now, she played basketball as well, well, didn't she? Yeah, and she did. Mm -hmm. And and I don't want to take anything away from our stud, Jenna Shipley, that played just a few years ago. broke all the scoring records at Adrian um, and, and has state championship track and all that. Um, who knows what would have happened if 2020 hadn't got shut down with COVID because those kids were seniors. Right, year. right. Uh, but she's been very successful down at Pitt State in college. I'm not taking anything away from her sister or the Moles girl or the Reed girl or anybody that's been around here, but Elise Evans is just fun to watch because she she plays almost like a boy, but, but with a lot of energy, positive energy. So she's a very good Christian girl, uh, she comes from a great family and she is just a lot of fun to watch Taya Thompson comes from a great family and she's had her ups and downs her dad would be the first one to tell you uh, that uh, she's not been as consistent as she would like but she has really proved herself as a senior this year on that softball team and and uh, I don't have any stats for her right now but you know not to get off subject but as you all know I I do the, right. The Adrian sports network right. forum through our right. prep. Cast, no idea, right. Man. So, uh, spring sports are hard for me to sure. get to. Oh boy. And, uh, they start so early in the day. Um, so I've, I've done a terrible job of keeping up with baseball and softball, but I keep up with the coaches. I talk to them on a, on a fairly regular basis. I haven't got to talk to Lacey cook, the coach of the softball right. team right. much, um, here recently. But, um, when everybody sees this, they're already going to be through the district right. play. But I really think that uh, their success, their success this year, really guys, has been centered around their leadership, which is always the case. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, you have a freshman or a sophomore stud that just stands out. Sure, but they don't really lead the team. Right. Emotionally. Right. Right. Elise Evans and Ted Thompson are great emotional leaders, and they and they lead by great example too. They're they're
2: really good kids. Yeah, you know what I mean. You have to have that. You yeah. have to have that and, in, in any sport. And right? it's contagious. Oh, you so have that right. as seniors. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. i speaking of that, I was uh, following some Division One softball, and there was a coach that was talking about that she went to a. Um, a high school game to recruit this young lady and they were terrible. I don't know that they won a game all year, but this girl was just the leader. She was energetic. She was always talking to her teammates. She recruited her and gave, offered her a scholarship that night and they lost. I don't even think they scored, but she was talking about, she goes, because you could see that those girls were just gravitating toward her because of the uplifting uh, you know feeling that they and she was the pitcher yeah and you know when you're a pitcher right yeah. and then you have people behind you maybe causing errors it's difficult yes. that she was staying in there so that's so important for, it's, uh,
3: especially high teams. school sports mm. I mean you kind of you kind of see that in college um, it, it kind of fades a little bit out in professional sports even though I think your most uh, competitive and most successful Uh, professional sports uh, have those on their teams absolutely right but it's like life too guys i mean Mm -hmm. there's so many analogies and parallels between life and sports if 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 you can work around somebody that is positive energy that keeps everybody lifted up it's easier to go to work it's easier to to get through the day and get through the grind because man life can kick you Mm -hmm. hard right absolutely and and I, I I'm really proud of the community that we have up at Adrian uh, the the uh, the spirit. Um, I know it's it's probably um, not as respected from the surrounding communities, but it really is true that the 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 the, the Blackhawk pride means more than just winning. Sure it it means it's a culture it's a culture a, 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 a lifting up I got your back let's go do this win or lose we're going to win or lose as a team sure sure so well and that's that's
2: and that's, that's how what you get, and that's how you then, build culture. So exactly absolutely. yeah yeah mm-hmm.
3: and that's not taking anything away from the neighboring communities no no well, hey, you know all you can do is talk about where you're
2: that's, from that's, right? I that's, I mean, that's what I know yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: And it trickles down, guys, when you have Adrian graduates that understand that and then they get into the community, become business owners, they become, you know, um, elected officials, they whatever the case may be, or come back as teachers or whatever in the community. Or they just go to work in Kansas City and live in Adrian and then continue with their kids growing up and stuff like that. It continues to build that up. So it's a and culture and a tradition. It, it is. It's both. They're, and, yeah, they fun and, and that's why you can weather the bad seasons
2: when they mm-hmm. do come around mm-hmm. for high school good. sports. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never
0: yeah. seen a high school that's never had a bad season.
2: I mean, they, they come around. <laughs> they do come so around. Maybe West City, but other than that. Lamar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. They're good. They're a bad season losing in the finals. Dang it, man. Yeah. Second place. Yeah. yeah. Don't hurt. <laughs> so
0: moving off of softball uh-huh. back into baseball, baseball. Yep. They're pretty similar situation. It looks like I think they're sitting around fifteen and seven. Yeah. Now they're going into district play here in the, this next week or so, right. and they're going to be seeing
3: number two in district. Yes, um, with a first round bye. Yeah. Yep. So, what do you you know anything about the? Impact? Well, Coach um, uh, Jacob Weeks is a Adrian alum, and. Uh, I also want to send a shout out to Jacob's older brother Ethan, who's just graduated from medical school. Oh, to great! be a doctor. Congratulations! That's so awesome. Yeah, good for him. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, But he's done a great job with the team. His assistant coach is Taya's dad, Taya Wait, Thompson's yeah. dad, okay. uh, Kenny awesome. Thompson. Mm-hmm. He had the uh, the travel team, the Red Devils, for a long time. That come out of uh, Adrian, right? So um, they have. Had a really good success, again, with not what you would call state championship caliber type of pitching. They well, got good quality pitching with um, Bryce Shalufas and the mm-hmm. Ford brothers, Bryce and Brock Ford. And then there's a couple other kids that step in there and help out on the mound from time to time. Uh, they they are just solid Fundamentally.
0: Well, that's what impressed me. I think I've caught one Hill game. It was when Hill came and played Butler, and what struck me is they didn't do necessarily anything super good, but they just they didn't make errors. I don't think I remember. I don't remember them making one error the entire game. They just they did what they were supposed to do, mm-hmm. and got, I think it was a two to one win. I mean, it was a yeah. close game, but yeah. they were able to get right. the win because they didn't make mistakes.
3: Right. They remind me – I know this is going to sound stupid, but for me watching them, and I've got to watch them a few times this year, and I keep in contact with them through the barbershop and whatnot. Sure. They remind me of the 14-15 Royals. Mm-hmm. They didn't hit a lot of home runs, mm-hmm. if you remember. The Royals right, didn't. Right. They played small ball. Right. I mean, you got you got a lot of great athletes that could hit a long way, and they could they could overpower teams if they if, – the chance was given to them. But sure. they did it, right? Right. You right. guys remember those years? absolutely. I don't know, but they they had great pitching. Sure, I, they did. And that's what you got to have getting deep in the playoffs mm-hmm. for baseball. That's right. Because you can't – that, that um, pitch count, oh. you know, stay over yeah. with 24 hours, 48 hours. Well, we were just right. talking
0: about that. That pitch count, especially for smaller schools like what we have it's predominantly tough. in our area, it, it makes baseball so much I guarantee
3: harder. you your small class schools that win the state championship in – Baseball have at least two pitchers that are just phenomenal. You have to, you You have to, yeah. So if you got three or four that are pretty decent, let's say B's to B pluses instead of A pluses, right? Given the right team and the good defense that day behind them, error free ball, absolutely, you can go deep. Yep, but. And that's what, you know, we so we got to, it's all going to click at the same time. <laughs> you always talk about
0: pitch to contact, but then you have to, like you said, you have to trust it. And that's what I, I saw the one game that we watched from Adrian was the pitching wasn't fantastic, but they, they threw strikes. Right. And their fielders did what right. They, they just did what they were yeah. supposed to
1: do.
3: They don't walk a lot of people. No. The pitchers are solid. They throw decent. They got enough movement to keep the batters off balance. I, I've, you know, if you're going to face a whole, and you're not. In small class, okay. nine kids in that lineup that can smack the ball every, you know, every time they right, get sure. up, then yeah, you, you're going to have you're going to have trouble with that. And who knows what shows up in the districts? But I think most of these teams we're going to be pretty comfortable with. We've seen them, most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they they kind of know what they're getting into, and, right. and it should be pretty good competition in the districts. Well, and that's that's
2: really what – and I understand that's obviously what the playoffs are for. But that's what's fun about it right this time of year. And it doesn't matter what level you're at. Right. Seeing that next competition, can we rise yeah. up? Yeah, right absolutely. The playoffs, that's that's the very fun about it.
3: Right. And Adrian Baseball's had some good success over the last few years. Okay, even absolutely. with the uh, prior coach, uh, Caleb Nolan. Right. Uh, he did a pretty decent job of getting the guys deep a couple of different years. Right. Uh, my oldest son was a part of one of those teams and right. had, had pretty good. And they just they would they pitched contact and go to the opposite field. He was
0: a oh. softball player <laughs> He played. I, I've, <laughs>
1: seen I've, I've seen that. I've witnessed yeah, it myself. Yeah.
3: So uh, yeah, a little chip off the old block, I guess. Okay. If if I had to say I was good at anything in in high school, it was probably baseball, but more like playing the drums and <laughs> chasing girls. Well, right. hey. and I wasn't very successful. At that, <laughs> so uh anyways well back, what, what else
2: is going on up there adrian this time of year well Getting ready for
3: you know adrian's always got some cool things going on the the uh, chamber of commerce usually has some get-togethers they have a car show they have a you know a, uh, an event out there at the village where they also have the steaming gas powered engine show which will right. be uh june 23rd to 25th i don't know exactly the dates of the other ones But you can find all that stuff on our website, our cityofadrianmo.org or whatever it is. Gotcha. Google it. We're on a Facebook page, all that. Or we'll put the link at the bottom. Or we'll put the link at the bottom. Um, But a lot of our dates and stuff's going on. We got a great park, and it gets used a lot. You know, our Lions Club has the concession stands out there for the ball games. The Adrian Optimus Club has donated the ro- rodeo arenas, and and they have a lot of events that goes on out there. And awesome. they got a car show, and of course the their Fourth of July celebration out there, which will be on the third this year. Okay, um, where we have a parade, and then we go out to the park and have all kinds of games and bingo on mm-hmm. the third of July out there in shelter houses. Um. Went There's always the, something going on. Went to the fireworks show last
2: year. Very impressed. It was it really It was nice. really good. Yeah, it was really good. You know,
3: good. I tell you what, it's always hard for some people to see 20 minutes of $8,000 go up in smoke. Sure. Right? Right. You're like, we could do something else with that kind of money. Sure. But at the same time, it brings the community together. It does. And if it's... It's it's hard it's to promises. put a price tag. Right? <laughs> it, it is, seriously. it is, and, it uh, is. It's not, you know it's not D and D fireworks show. Oh, right. You know it's not a Kansas City fireworks show. Right. But for a small town, it does pretty good. I, I broadcast some uh, patriotic music over a local FM station. Awesome on a closed right. radio network. Um, I don't remember what channel it is right now, but uh, Sorry, uh, we do that. We we have a cosmic. Usually that night, um, Cosmic Bingo. Right. Um, I don't know if we will this year or not, guys. But our regular bingo on Monday night at the Optimist Club is, is uh, well-attended. Uh, well-attended. Well-attended. And they usually have some big payouts every so often when the jackpot rises and, and whatnot. The community does a really good job. The Lions Club does a great job. The Optimist Club does a great job. The churches do things. You know, we have a, a big event for Halloween. You know, we have a big downtown thing that the businesses do. And then our church, Victory Assembly God, has a big event out there after they're done on Main Street on awesome. Halloween. Awesome. There's always something going on.
0: The only thing that I, the only complaint I have against Adrian, okay. maybe maybe you can help fix this. Okay. They need to put more fish in, in their lake down there. Yeah. Because we went the other day, and I tell you, I think, Brad, you caught one or two, and I, 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 I got skunked. Now you
3: guys are talking about the bottom lake or the back top lake? Back top. Okay. Yeah. go there, okay. you won't catch any fish. Go ahead. No. As mayor, I would like to extend my apologies for anybody that's not catching fish out there, but just make it happen.
0: Just I will it say.
3: Probably a more well-rounded fisherman could probably catch more fish out there because they're in there.
2: We went out there one day, and there were white caps. He was blowing was like, oh, my goodness!" good. good. He well, no was a mess. Yeah. yeah.
3: You, you throw your lure over there,
2: and actually lends up over there. <laughs> in my cap <laughs> Right. Throw that. down. A, that's a little fishing tip for you here on uh, so I get to and right. outdoors. That's right.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> we got a fun little ending segment here. Okay. So we're going to ask you some questions. It's over under segment. Over, so under. I'm going to give you a category and a number. You tell me if the correct answer is over or under that.
3: Okay. So, so
0: how many Sonics are in Missouri? Over or under 200? Over. Under. There's 182 Sonics That's in Missouri. That's a trick question. man. Do, do you, you know who has, has the most, most? Sonics? Probably Homestead. No <laughs> probably, probably the but no. Missouri actually has the number two. Arkansas has the most Sonics, and then Missouri has number two. Is that right? That's right. I was, I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really working. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Here's
0: one: the average men's haircut in Missouri over under twenty five dollars. Over thirty four. Yeah.
3: I know I mean, that. Yeah. We, we we thought, thought you we might think
0: we'd have crisis after that.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Here's the Adrian question for you. Yeah. How many consecutive batters did Garrett Hester strike out in two thousand nineteen for Adrian? Over or under ten? Over. Fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. It's impressive. It's, it it really 15 is. is yeah. Right. Um.
3: I need to get I need to contact him and find out where he's at, what's going on, because I was Actually, talking to him on a regular basis when he had to come back for COVID, Oh, I see. we was golfing together and stuff. Right, uh, the kids are really great kids. Well, and that
0: 15 consecutive exactly. batters in a row—that's a that's guys. A I don't awesome. know this
3: for a fact, but I want to say that he had at least one complete game shutout, and he had two more going, and they they got blown in the seventh inning. Oh,
2: that's a shame. I think so. That's impressive, though. Last one. Yep.
0: As mayor, you should know this. Okay. How many counties are in Missouri? Over or under ninety-nine?
2: Over. How many? One hundred eighteen. One hundred fourteen. Dang it! <laughs> the did. You know, got <laughs> 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 it right. Was it wasn't specific. specific. It was right over. You yeah. yeah. got, got the right answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We want to thank Matt Cunningham for being here on Toya TV.
4: Cns Graphics is happy to once again be serving Butler and surrounding areas. We are back and ready to serve you. We specialize in poster-worthy sport edits that can help assist you in any of your graphic design needs. Find us on Facebook today or call or text Cody at 479-385-1120 and let us create a custom graphic that you can cherish for a lifetime. And remember, your graphics deserve to be cool and stylish.
0: Here at Teletay TV, today we have a very special guest in the building, Coach Mandy Adams, who is the head softball coach for the Butler Lady Bears. And they're making some major improvements this year. And we're just really excited to have a conversation with you today, Mandy.
4: I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Absolutely. We want to start just by asking you a little bit about your background. So you played here in Butler, is that correct?
4: I did. Um, I played on the very first softball team that they had here at Butler High School um, back in 95, 96 maybe, I think is, 95 is when we started it. And so I got to play my sophomore, junior, and senior seasons, um, uh, in the inaugural, I guess,
2: um, program here at Butler High School. So I
4: didn't realize
2: that. Yeah, holds almost every record, if not every record, at Butler High School in pitching. By the way, still hold those records. Well, thank you. well, well I've heard that, and that's even more.
0: Yeah, if you started off with the record; no one's taken it yet. That's <laughs> pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, so when I guess transitioning from high school, what was kind of your softball career? What did it look like? What kind of what road did you go down?
4: Um, well, following high school, well, for a number of seasons during the summer. Uh, high school as well. I played um, competitive ball in Kansas City and um, I also uh, was able to uh, secure a, a scholarship at a junior college in North Kansas City um, at Maple Woods where um, I got my Associate of Arts and I also um, was able to pitch and play shortstop there for awesome. a couple of years awesome. and uh, got my schooling paid for. So anyway, um, yeah. after that I finished up my degree at UCM and I uh, came back and taught for a couple of years here at Butler, coached um, softball, I think maybe doing the 03, 04, 04, 05 five seasons uh, as well before uh, leaving and going to Nevada.
0: Well, that was kind of, you kind of answered or led into the next question, talk about kind of your coaching pedigree. I mean, you said you came back here and coached a little bit, mm-hmm. and then did you always kind of have a an urge to coach, or kind of, and where did coaching take you, and kind of what was your role like getting back here to coaching? Okay.
4: Um, well, yes, I always, I knew that, um, when I had gone off to school and stuff like that, that I wanted to coach, um, even during some of the summer rec programs and stuff like that while I was in college, um, I took the high school girls and, um, coached them, uh, during that time period as well. And. Anyway, um, caught the coaching bug early, you might say, and um, so when I got out of college, it was kind of a natural progression to come in and take over the high school team, and so um, we had a lot of success here, uh, but one of the girls, uh, our assistant coaches uh, that I worked with, uh, Brandy Thompson, uh, was actually my assistant here at Butler. Um, She took a job down at Nevada, and she asked um, for me to come down there and be her assistant. And so uh, we coached, uh, I think, between 05 and 08, the Nevada Lady Tigers down there. Um, Moved to Oklahoma, coached um, in Winoka, the Lady Railroaders, for a couple of years, and um, did a bunch of kind of moving around after that. um, So I get kind of pitching lessons and that kind of thing on the side uh, for a number of years, and um, moved back to Butler about five years ago, six years ago, perhaps and uh been at Harrisonville and um had people asking me to get back in coaching asking me to get back in coaching wanted to get back in coaching Had a young kid and um you know he needed to be at home and and that kind of thing but um the road led me back here a couple of years ago and my folks are here and they can help me out with the little guy and that kind of frees me up to to be with the high school team even more so um it's been great um coming back home and uh trying to uh get the ship righted here with the softball program and the kids have been working hard and, and I think we're starting Brilliant. to see
0: some real improvement. Yeah. And I think we're glad to have you back here. I think mm-hmm. that, I, I think that, well, that's what we're going to talk about here in a second, but I think that you have made tremendous strides with the program the last couple of years you've been here.
2: Yeah. I really, you know, the eye test, which is, you know, in baseball sometimes so much more important than uh, even wins and losses at times um, you can see, rapid improvement by all of the ladies on the softball team, what really maybe surprised you at some of the, maybe the one thing that surprised you that you needed to improve on the most here when you got to Butler?
4: Um, I feel like when I came to Butler, I feel like we had a number of uh, talented athletes, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. on the team, uh, the girls will kind of laugh because they hear me say it all the time. Like, you know, I man for man or girl for girl so to speak you know i put them up against almost anybody we play anytime um i think the biggest thing that we've had to kind of focus on is um you know being able to come together and play as a team i think um bolstering our softball iq and knowing how to play the game um that kind of stuff has been key to um a number of the improvements that that we've been able to make over the the last year and a half two years yeah you can really
2: see that uh, that iq uh situational things that that I've seen just by watching the, the few games that I've been able to watch. But and I know and again coaching comes down to wins and losses. You won more games this year than you did the previous two years combined. So that's impressive. Yeah. And that shows that improvement I think throughout offensively over seven runs a game uh that's a big improvements from what they've done in the past, even though, obviously, you being a great pitcher and then, uh, you know, uh, maybe that side of it. But, boy, improving offense has been a a super, super thing.
4: That's been a key, I think, getting us through um, a number of our uh, games in terms of our wins. Uh, that kind of thing we um i've kind of taken kind of reorganized practice um especially the first half of it uh this year where we're able to kind of break down our um skills uh defensively a little bit more and also create some more individual time for um hitting and um seeing uh live pitching and and front toss and that kind of thing in the cage and i think that's translated to some of the success that we've been able to see in the in the games
0: awesome that's and throughout the lineup you know we were talking a little bit you know you just you have a lot of girls who are hitting the ball well this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the from your one batter to your non batter, you got a lot of girls that are producing, mm-hmm. and it's it's fun to watch. Uh, but transitioning from that kind of to the pitching, mm-hmm. you got some really good pitching this year, and it looks like you have some some really good young pitching. Mm-hmm. I think a freshman and sophomore, are those are two pitchers, yes, they are. Hudson and Eldred, mm-hmm. and then coming up next year. It looks like you have some talented eighth graders that are going to be coming up. Can you talk a little bit about the pitching and what what we can be excited for?
4: Yeah, sure. Um, It's really been nice, um, uh, kind of a luxury, if you will, um, to be able to have two pitchers this year. Um, We've got our uh, freshman, Taylor Hudson, and um, she has came to us um, with a lot of travel ball experience and and that kind of thing, and um, she's just an athlete. She wants to compete. Um, She's very intense, um, those kinds of things. And... um, I mean, just the kind of improvement we've seen in her over the course of the season. I think she came in at the beginning. Um, her and I've discussed it. The locks were a little higher than, uh, a lot higher actually, than <laughs> I want to see, and, and um, higher than what she expects of herself too. That kind of thing. And um, she ended up being out um, for a couple of weeks with an injury and that kind of thing. And um, uh, Avery Eldred was able to step up for us um, in those in that couple weeks span. And um, just really impressed with how well she was spinning and locating the ball. Um, I think, too, where we're really fortunate is that they kind of complement each other very so that's,
0: well. Well, that's what I, I kind of observed, too. You know, that you've got the two different styles of pitchers. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's a good change of pace, too, in the game.
4: Absolutely. So. Avery's, um, you know, very accurate. She's very good at spinning the ball. Um, That kind of thing, and and locating her pitches, that kind of thing. And uh, Taylor is more of a uh, she's a power pitcher. You know, she's very aggressive when she comes uh, off the mound, and and likes to deliver. You know, the high, hard heat, uh, that kind of thing. And she, and she, she, yeah, and she does it well, and she gets um, a number of strikeouts because of that. So Avery, when she comes into the game, you know, her talent is being able to, you know, like roll us some ground balls, get us mm-hmm. some hot flies, that kind of thing, which kind of helps to keep her pitch count down. And and like I said, um, they're they're an excellent duo and I think that we're best when we're able to use them together in ball games.
2: Absolutely. And and you know, you all commented that kind of the different styles of pitchers, it, it they are fun to watch because you can see how different Uh, techniques of pitching can both be successful it's uh, really enjoyable to watch uh, those young ladies
0: well and it's kind of fun to watch too the 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 opposing team once they start to kind of get the timing done of one of them and then you switch it up and they kind of froze up for that first one or two inning so it's it's a nice luxury to be able to do that
4: yeah and that really is the beauty the beauty of being able to have a a true staff as opposed to just you know one dominant ace that you're trying to All of the time. Um, I also talk to the girls quite a bit um, during pitching and in our workouts and stuff like that, you know, to be true to who they are. I think a lot of times when you see somebody come in and throw, you know, the power that Taylor does. Um, It's easy to want to be like, oh, well, you know, what coach wants is for me to throw hard, you know, and um, who doesn't want to be able to pick up a few mile an hour here and there, that kind of thing, but also owning what your power and what your skill is too, um, which may be, you know, in creating that movement and Avery and I've had some conversations about that and, you know, like you do you type deal, you know, so.
2: So important to, you know, play within yourself. Do those mm-hmm. things. Absolutely. You know, one of the things I really enjoy, because I I see this stuff on Facebook that you post and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, you know, part of baseball, softball, those sports, is really enjoying being out there, enjoying being with your teammates, with your coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that I've loved the most that I've seen you implement this year is the... Uh, uh, player awards at the end of the games, the chains and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. kind of what brought you to that and, and where do those things, where, what do you hope to gain by doing those kind of things?
4: Well, um, actually I got the idea, uh, one of my college teammates from Maple Woods, um, is the head coach at Baker, okay. um, at, at you know, at the NAIA, at NAIA level, we actually went and watched them play, um, University of Simple Methodist, uh, a few weeks ago as, We take a lot of team building field trips. Um, We try to incorporate um, like fun Fridays. Uh, We do kind of some silly stuff in practice and that kind of thing. But um, you know, just trying to keep the the game fun for the kids and keep them engaged. Um, But the post game jewelry idea came from something that I'd seen on um, one of Baker's pages uh, in terms of kind of recognition for in game performance. A lot of times, kids can perform and do the things you want them to do in practice, but you add the pressure of being you know in a live game situation. Um, We want practices to be able to translate to in-game as well. So um wanted to be able to recognize some kids um, that were doing the things that we wanted them to do and kind of hoping to build, um, you know, team culture by uh, making those awards and, and kind of some friendly competition, you know, among right. the players. And we have two... Uh, awards. The first ones are offensive award. It's a bombs and bases award. So, um, what we're looking at statistically there when we award those is going to be you know uh, the number of hits in a game. Uh, they get points awarded for singles, two points for doubles, three points for triples, uh, and four points for a home run. Um, wow. So, and then we're also looking at RBIs, stolen bases. You know all of the things you want to promote um, in terms of your team. Uh, we kind of do a calculation on all of that, and and we award uh, the bombs and bases award based on on those numbers. Uh, the defensive award is a web. Gym warrior award and and we're just really looking for somebody that's really flashing you know the leather out there the way that we want them to and, and um, making contributions in terms of you know trying to get us off the field as quickly as we can you know the more times we can spend swinging the bat um, you know translate and we can not be out there on the dirt um, trying to make outs and that kind of thing usually translates uh, into you know more success for our team. So. Well,
2: and one of the things I, the pictures, mm-hmm. the girls just look like they're having a blast. You know, not only being being silly, but they're they're you can tell that they're proud that they did something to help the team win or be successful mm-hmm. and by wearing those. I, I really thought just, it's a great idea.
0: And you just tell they're enjoying it. Yes. And and enjoying the game is I mean that's that's key. If you're not having fun, you're not gonna go out there and play well. Mm-hmm. And so sure. to have fun and want to go out there and perform well it's it's a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. And you kind of hit on it, but we're going to talk to you a little bit about the fun days. I mean, we see some of the, you know, we follow the Facebook page. We see see some of the activities they're doing out there. I mean, it, it, that's just something that keep the girls entertained. Or, I mean, what's what's kind of the background on that? Um,
4: kind of the background on the, on, the, on the fun days, too, is, and sometimes we do have to do more skill practice on a Friday than... than Uh, you know like an entire fun day but again just kind of keeping uh, team building you know Um, Mm -hmm. keeping it fun keeping it light Um, I think a lot of times too you know um, when we've came up short on games and stuff like that you know rather than kind of continuing to to grind on some things um, kind of over and over you know the stress level you can and the tension you can kind of feel it um, you know among the team and and you know, more than anything, like, we talk about it all the time, that everybody's softball journey is different, and, um, kids don't do things that they don't think are fun, you know, that they're not having a good time with, uh, that kind of thing, so, um, you know, just kind of trying to, you know, build that in where, I mean, I think probably as much as anything when you think about, you know, 10, 15 years from now, you know, what are some of the things that they will remember? They're probably not going to remember all of the batting drills that Coach had them out are doing, but I think that they will remember, um, you know, those moments we took some time out to have some fun, um, you Absolutely. know, with our team. And so I, I think it just, again, building that team culture piece and camaraderie between the girls um, and uh, – and you know um, like I said I just feel like it brings them closer
0: together well I think you just hit on something building team culture and I think that's what you're doing and I think that's part of the reason the program is kind of trending in the right direction is you're building something there that the girls are having fun doing and not only are they having fun but they're learning how to be successful and have fun at the same time and I think it's a great thing that you're doing out there we have a fun ending segment for you Okay. we're going to ask you some questions oh. and it is a bench Start, cut. Okay. So I'm going to give you three things. You have to tell me what you want to bench, start, and cut.
4: Okay.
0: Grass, turf, or dirt?
4: So in terms of uh, the... So start- like,
0: what's your... Fa- which one are you starting? Okay. Which one are you benching? And which one are you cutting?
4: Okay. Um. So tell me the three things again.
0: Grass, dirt, turf.
4: Okay, I'm going to cut the grass. Okay. I'm going to... Um, Start the turf, okay, and, I, and I'd cut the dirt. Okay, I <laughs> like it. I like and it. And if you've been out there, our
1: field, you know, I cut the yeah, dirt. So we right. there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I think we still have all this. Yeah, we're still picking
2: the dirt, dirt yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> here's,
0: here's a pitcher question for you: okay, uh, fastball, curveball, changeup.
4: Oh, um, let's see. I'd like to bench the fastball because I like the movement stuff. Okay. Um, uh. And so I would—I mean, don't get me wrong; as a setup pitch for sure. But um, I would—I uh, like to start, start the changeup. I think that's a—I like that. And um, what was the bench start? Bench and, the and, uh, the curveball. Oh man, I hate to cut the curveball. Uh, can I start it too? I'm <laughs> cut the change and start the curveball. Okay. I like the movement stuff. I think it's just decept- more deceptive. So the, absolutely though, it disrupts timing. So. Anyway, so it's a tough call
2: there. Right. Well, spoken as a as a true pitcher, right? Right. Because as you, most people would not term the fastball as a setup pitch, but yeah. it's exactly what it is. Yeah.
0: Here's a harder one: double play, home run, strikeout.
4: I'd like to bench the strikeouts, right? Like if we're <laughs> talk speaking of like right. as an offensive team, right? Um, but I'm going to. I'd probably cut the home runs, and I want to – was it start the double play? Start the double play? Yeah. 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 I'd like to see see a lot more of that. We're we're getting there. We're getting there.
0: Yes. Two more. Dee Marini, Louisville, or Easton?
4: Hmm. Well, Easton's got to be my starter, right? Okay. That's that's the kid, right? right, So, no, but also in terms of, like, equipment, uh, that kind of thing. Um, I think I would – Bench, the Marini and Cut the Sluggers. Okay. 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 I
0: like it. Last one. Okay. Got some movies for you. All right. <laughs> okay. Major League, Field of Dreams, A League of Their Own.
4: Oh, A League of Their Own is definitely going to be the starter. Um, Great and, movie. Uh, Great movie. I'd cut Major League and Bench. What was the other one? Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Okay.
0: Interesting. I think that was my exact (laughs) I think that was. Absolutely. Same wavelength there. Absolutely.
2: So, uh, we want to thank Coach Adams for being here. Enjoyed uh, getting to know you and and getting to know your background and and, uh, kind of seeing your philosophy of coaching. Really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. And we want to thank you for tuning in to Tailgate TV. As people, we are in need first and foremost of a
0: Savior. Though not nearly as much as a Savior, we are in need of community. Community to lift us up, to rejoice alongside, to weep with, and to be ministered to in whatever walk of life we are in. At Emmanuel Baptist Church, we are not the perfect church for the perfect person, but we are the church of the perfect Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. Verse by verse, book by book preaching, contemporary worship, and multiple generations under one roof. We hope you'll join us sometime at
2: Emmanuel Baptist Church, 10 o'clock Sunday mornings, 801 West Dakota Street, Butler, Missouri.
0: Welcome back to Tailgate TV. We're joined by a friend of the show, Major Black. Major's an outdoor extraordinaire. He's going to talk to us about some, he's going to chat with us about some outdoor stuff. Uh, But Major's also going to chat with us about some Rich Hill sports as he broadcasts some Tigers ball games and his son, Clinton, is involved with some athletics down there, so we're excited to talk some sports with you, Major. All right, glad
1: to do it, glad to do it.
0: Well, we'll let uh, Brad jump into
2: the questions here. Well, Major, you know, something that you and I have in common. Love to morale mushroom hunt. Definitely, definitely. So good. Uh, and, and obviously, kind of the big thing for me is just being outside,
1: right? You've been cooped up all winter. Yes.
2: Now, here comes the... The
1: uh, morel mushrooms popping up out of the ground. Bugs ain't quite out yet. snakes <laughs>
2: aren't quite out yet, right? They're trying it. Ain't but not,
1: ain't
2: so hot. Not, not, yeah. Not, not, it's great weather. Again, it, it's it's uh right there between golfing early in the year and playing morel, mu- or, it or is. going out there looking for morels. So tell mm-hmm. us a little bit of, I know that you do a great job every year getting out there and finding them. What kind of stuff are you looking for? before like you start finding what what, what kind of gets you
1: out there well usually you know you see the little may apples pop up usually about a week maybe two afterwards and it seems like like down south around like rich hill and stuff where i hunt we're usually about a about a week or so before you guys up here on the north side of Butler, just the slow warming. Right, and
2: isn't that amazing, right? Just that short distance, because what are we from Ridge Hill? To, Eight, 10, 12 miles, yeah, something like close. that. But that takes that many days for that it, earth it to kind of warm up.
1: It, it really does. And it down in Stockton, that's about <laughs> another week or two earlier yet. So yeah. you can just kind of gauge it as it comes up the state there so go ahead well i was just going to say when you're looking for spots to go hunt mm. what makes a
0: good spot like what what kind of
1: well i look like, i do a lot of hunting in the old strip pits down around rich hill and stuff so you kind of want especially the early year early time of the year you want where it's getting the sun most of the day to heat that ground up and you get it most of the day that away so You'll find them in your east and west running pits earlier before your north and south yeah. usually. Stuff Water definitely. for sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, I've heard, I've always heard
2: that. Water, south-facing slopes, if you can find them, yeah, because really of those two awesome. things you just mentioned. Sure.
1: Definitely, and then, uh, you know, as you get out in the woods, everybody has their own little knacks and stuff. Uh, where I hunt a lot, at we have a lot of luck with your sycamore timber. Your uh, cottonwoods is another good one, and then I've had buddies say they have real good luck under cedar trees. We don't have many cedars down right. there, so. But the places where my best luck, honestly, is them old dead uh, elm. Right when they get ready to lose their bark before right. they come off. Like, right. And if you can get a, one of them big old grapevines running out of the top, where okay. morning dew drips down, oh. you'll almost find a mushroom every place. Is it. that right? It is. I've never heard that. That's the grapevines from some. Inside. That's reason, some secrets right there. It is. For some reason, the dead elm and the grapevines really mix. Really? Yeah, it does. Uh,
2: so I've also heard people talk about uh, things that you're carrying. In. A lot of times, people. Go with like uh, potato sacks, things like that. So the spores fall. Are you are you in that camp? I
1: I, I just use the Walmart back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, but well, most of those have holes in them anyway. <laughs> yeah, by the <laughs> time I'm done, it's. <laughs> I leave a couple in the woods as they fall out, but But no, uh, I just use that. But one thing I do always make sure: just cut the stalk, don't uproot it or anything. Absolutely right, right. You want to generate that for the next year, exactly, exactly. And that's that's really my main thing. So, have you
2: found? I assume you've been this year. You found quite a few. Yeah, quite a few. What time time was? What time are you cooking? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm there.
2: well and jumping back on that so i've
1: heard there's several ways that you can prepare yes. for our mushrooms what's your favorite way well i usually just mix the old batter you know the egg and milk batter okay. and then the flour and all that you know all kinds of seasonings you throw a little parmesan in with it too and that makes it good to fry right. them up out of ways usually well where's our our samples <laughs> <laughs> it's actually honestly about mine played out about a week ago yeah. honestly about the first week of turkey season i can usually find them the first couple of days i'm hunting but by the end they're shut down 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 where i hunt it is yeah you know. uh because I've heard, you know, back on the recipe, I've heard people
2: talk about, um, you know, grinding up crackers with yes. all yes, and then mean. the flour. I yeah. prefer the flour. I, I think you tastes taste more of the mushroom, you can. and it doesn't quite, um, I don't know, it's just not a thick of a, of a batter. Yes. I like that much, I, much I better. I do too. And I, and and I, I really do.
1: like the littler mushrooms better. You get more flavor. I think you do. Like, you yeah, do I, I, I agree with you.
0: Months so somebody like me i'm going to show here that i've never been mushroom hunting really so somebody like that that's never been but they're seeing this and they're well i want to go mushroom hunting now i want to eat these i want to try the crackers what what advice would you give to somebody wanting to go hunting for the first time
1: i would me personally, I would stay out of the oak timber. I think they have a lot of acid in the ground, and it don't seem like mushrooms. We don't want do those acid mushrooms. And, uh-huh. No, no. A <laughs> <laughs> <kind> of mushrooms? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. But they just they they don't seem to grow as good on. Hmm. Um, and that might just be where I've hunted. I sure. don't know for sure, but. Well, you're the to expert today. On <laughs> well, I'd stay on the oak timber. <laughs> Noted.
2: Yeah, one of the best meals I ever had was I found a bunch of morale mushrooms and had a bunch of crappie that we caught the night before and mixed it up.
1: The only thing that might match a good turkey. Oh, right.
2: <laughs> so moving off uh, fishing and morale mushrooms, which is hard for me to do because I enjoy both those things a ton. Yes, sir. Back let's talk a little bit about Rich Hill Baseball, which this year has joined up with Hume. Yes. And uh don't know if they've done that too much, but obviously this year there were some things that came up, had to do that. Yes. How's how's that going?
1: Um First of all, great. I'm glad to see them partnering up because that way the boys get to play baseball. The The Hume boys come over for football. I think it's a great deal. So that way the kids get every opportunity available that way. And baseball this year, it's been a struggle to say the less. Pitching every time. I mean, you get them games back to back, and I think they got. 11 kids on team, so that don't, don't leave you much of a starting rotation <laughs> so, that, it, 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 it really is and they've, they've got a decent little team just a few minor mistakes and they see a lot of teams even the pros you know that one big inning and it's kind of been their Achilles heel all year but it, it ain't bad getting getting to play baseball that's the well, thing I mean, right
2: well you know we talk about that all the time is you know whether and mainly it's basketball and baseball, right? Football, you know, there's some things that are really instinctive. Mm-hmm. In in basketball, you have to put minutes on the court. You yeah. have to see the ball go through the basket yeah. and do the handle the basketball to be better at it. Sure. Baseball is the same thing. The number
1: of innings you play really is uh, coincides with how good you can be. Definitely, definitely, because it just. Well, with anything really repetitive, doing it over and over, absolutely, so it's just well second notion. And with that right.
0: too, I don't know do you, if you know the makeup of the team this year. Do you have a lot of younger players? Do you have a lot of older players? Is it kind of a mix of I mean, both? It's
1: a pretty good mix, Is really. It? I think there's two, two, maybe three seniors. Okay, it's really about that average. About about average. Yeah, yeah it's really a pretty good mixture. So they got uh something to build on that yeah. way they're not top heavy with seniors or anything like that but they still have the senior leadership yes a good, yeah. definitely definitely so they've got things to build on down there and okay. main thing they just got baseball yeah. <laughs> that is the main thing I mean, and, and that's kind of a bridge over to summer baseball
2: i know you're coaching again this year yes yeah, so and uh, here got a good little group right yeah
1: yeah, we got, I think I got 11 boys out this year, and I think we'll be good and competitive. So, last couple of years, we've had really good teams. Uh, went to the championship two years ago, fell to Adrian, and then we uh, took... Third down at Rich Hill last year we got the pitchers duel lost. Two to one <laughs> on oh, hey. Rich Hill had a good little pitcher. Yeah, so, well, and again, two to one, that's that's a good It play. was it, it yeah. was a good game, it really was. So we've been having good summer baseball turnout here in Butler's. So good, good. Glad to hear that. Definitely.
0: I talked with uh I believe Damon Green, I think yeah. he's the the track coach out there. Yep. Talked yeah. with him a little bit kinda before track season got going. And was talking to him about the number of kids. Hey, yeah, got a lot of kids. I think they said over thirty something kids or something, wow. which I think is kind of part of maybe baseball's problem. Is just a lot of kids are going out for track this year.
1: Hey, yeah, they've got and a lot of good track stories. Well, see, I,
0: I kind of asked him, you know, what what do you think has gotten that many kids out and running? and he said he thinks a lot of it is just maybe the history of, of Rich having uh, yeah. a good track program and I don't know if you could talk any of, of what you've seen with track or some kids getting excited about it?
1: I think uh, one thing he probably won't say but I think they've got a really good coach that's mm-hmm. put in a good program and they work on it he's also I think he does the PE so they mm-hmm. work on Noah. stuff like, yeah and he gets them to lift and jumping and sport. stuff exactly so it's He's put in a good uh, foundation down there, and it's just kind of built up from there, like you said, to build the past well, history. And what, now you seven have seven the years there, so and very intelligent coach when it comes to track stuff. So they they really got a good one down there for one A school.
0: We're going to catch you off guard with this ending segment. We got some fun questions, All right. and uh, we're going to end with a "Would you rather." So I got four or five "Would you All rather" right. questions here. Would you rather have to hunt for everything you eat or eat only McDonald's for the rest of your life?
1: Oh, I'd rather hunt.
0: (laughs) We thought that might be a quick answer. We wanted to
1: start you off with I've seen that deal where the guy ate McDonald's (laughs) for 30 I don't think it did well for him. Would you rather
0: be a bowling champion or a curling champion?
1: I always kind of like bowling did you yeah I did I always uh, kind of liked it I like bowling I uh, took a class on it in college well I, you know and I'm kind of I'm kind of disappointed
2: that that has kind of went away from the yes. mainstream you know almost every town when I grew up almost every town had some kind of a bowling alley a bowling alley now there are few and way. far between yes. and that's a shame because that's it, it really it's a lot is. of fun and, and it's good for a lot of
1: years and a cheap night and, I mean absolutely a lot of fun didn't cost you a lot so would you rather Humans discover aliens
0: Or aliens discover humans
1: <laughs> Boy
0: I don't know
1: We'll go with the humans I'd <laughs> rather like to know first <laughs> <laughs> <That's coming>. Right <laughs> Very
2: good Last
0: question This is a good one Would you rather Have front row seats At Yankee Stadium For a regular season game Or nosebleed seats At Yankee Stadium
1: For a World Series game Oh, I'd take the nosebleed. Would you oh, yeah. you really want to see
0: him lose the World Series? I do Have you ever seen him? I haven't.
2: No, not in the I, I know you're a big Yankee fan. Oh, yeah. that's, that's kind
1: of where we were aiming yeah, that question. I, but no, I'd rather catch postseason atmosphere okay. in the Bronx. There's nothing like it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, today on uh, Token TV, we'd like to thank Major for coming out. What a, we appreciate you, and we appreciate everything you do around us a good friend and, and uh uh we appreciate you coming on oh yeah i
1: enjoy it guys i enjoyed it
0: welcome back to tailgate tv where we're going to end this show and every show with a fun little segment called tailgate picks where me and brad sit here and pick some of our favorite things brad what we're we picking today
2: Today we're going to talk about the best sporting facilities that we've been to to watch a high school sporting event. Could be baseball, basketball, football, whatever. So today we are picking the best sporting facilities. My number three pick. I'm ready for this. Well, first time I was ever in it or had been to this facility was this year. The Bears okay. played there. It was the Blue Valley District Athletic Complex. I had the privilege of calling a game up there. Great facility. They they did so many was smart this a things. Football game. It was a football game. Um, uh, it was really nicely done. The press box had two sides to it. One, you could watch the soft or the um, the soccer fields. The other one was the the football field. And they and it was built. 20 years ago, and I was really surprised. Um, you know, there's times when you look at things and you say, Wow, they were really looking ahead. That complex was looking ahead. Great facility. Uh, I, I again, we won, so obviously, it makes, it makes a little it, sweet, makes sweet, it, right? But yeah, that was my number three pick. And where was, that where was
0: that located? Do you know where it's at?
2: It is, it's over in Overland Park, okay. Latham, okay. kind of on that side. It's in Kansas, but right there, um, um, uh, 150 turns into, I think, 35 over in Kansas, so it's on 35th Street. Okay. I, I believe that's what it is.
0: So anytime there's any local sports up there, we know where to find you. Boy, that's a
2: nice place. I really, really enjoyed that.
0: For my third pick... Yes. I went with the facility that we go to often, and I know your favorite part of it is the drive to get there.
2: <laughs>
0: I, uh, I went with Buffalo, and... I went particularly Buffalo for basketball. Now the gym, you know, you talked about this gym being a little bit old. Buffalo's gym is a little bit dated. They could use some some update, but I love... The setup of it—they have tunnels, you know—the the locker rooms and whatnot are kind of dug out. You come through a tunnel to get in there, and it's it's got Recess kind of a four. It's got kind of a big game feel to it, so I enjoy the atmosphere. Even though it could, and that's was, you know, and that's why, you know—if they update that in the next few years, that might jump up to number two or one on my list. But right now, they sit at number three just because of the layout they have.
2: And, and it's great pick. I love that facility. It kind of looks—it reminds me again. I'm old. It reminds me of what they used to do with old roller rinks when they had the little because it's recessed more, and then they have the the bars around. I really like that, too. It, it probably is number four, on my list. We're not going that no. deep, but good pick there. For me, number two. What you got? We have went up to the State Fair Community College to watch high school basketball during the holiday shootout. And okay. I, I know... Uh, uh, The Bears have been there, I believe. Adrian's been there. I know Cole camp has been there. Other schools that we play fairly often around have been there. Again, great facility to watch a game. Great facility to call a game. Uh, I know the girls and the boys really enjoy playing up there. Um, And, again, you talk about that big game atmosphere. That brings it, right? You can stand around on the on the uh, upper level and watch the game where you can go down and have a seat not a bad seat or vantage point in the whole place really nice facility sight lines are good yes my number two is just outside of Bates County okay Archie
0: the Archie Dome, again, just thinking basketball on this in particular. Right. But the Archie Dome, and I know some other area schools now have done something similar. Right. Uh, but the, the Archie Dome, to me, we go up there every year for the, the Archie Tournament and call a bunch of games up there. And Not only do they have a great place for the, you know, we're always thinking press box. We're always thinking, you know, where are we going to sit and call games from? We they have a great spot for that. Yes. But they just, the whole facility is nicely done.
2: It, it really, really is. And, and, again big, big game atmosphere, right? Absolutely. is large. Uh, you know, I've got I, a nice
0: scoreboard hanging yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, love that. megatron whatever, I don't know what you call those that they have.
2: Right. I really thought that um, I worried when I first saw it because it is so different than a lot of places we play that the shooting backgrounds may be different, but that has not been the case. Uh, they built that in such a way where um, you don't really see visiting teams coming in and struggling big time with the shooting. However, obviously a home-field advantage for the whirlwinds up there, and they do a great job on both on the boys' and the girls' side of uh, putting together some good ball teams. Uh, My number one pick, and... Drum roll, please. Well, and I tell you, you're going to... We said not local, I went not local. Okay. (laughs) The Riverside Sports Complex of Riverside, California, I played baseball there when I was in high school. Is this one of those nostalgia picks? No, no. This was, and still is, and again, that's been, I don't even want to tell you how many years ago that's been, but it will be updated today. It was a phenomenal facility. Had kind of a green monster in left field because right behind it was a street, so it went up pretty high, had nets above that even to catch fly balls that were home runs, but into there, um, got net ever catching the ear balls? Uh, not left field. Uh, I hit from the left side, so I hit. I think one home run to right field there, but uh, dugout, dugouts, dugouts. <laughs> you know, actually That's in the ground. From. actually in the ground, not just you know on the on the ground level. Um, and really did a good job of thinking about players. Bathroom inside the dugout, water fountain in the dugout. On the other end was a, I think they used a lot for equipment, but you could go in there if you needed to change or if you needed to, you know, do something, you could, you could go in that end of it and it was a little bit cooler in there because it was all closed in and under the bleacher. So it was a little cooler. So if you got hot, you could go in there and kind of cool down a little bit, um, most dugouts I've seen do have bathrooms in the dugout.
0: There's there's those five gallon buckets sitting all throughout the dugout. Yeah, Is that yeah. not what those are used. No, in?
2: no, that's uh, the the sunflower seed buckets are usually have it. sunflowers in them. But yeah, great facility. Um, and and I you know I was just talking about kind of the amenities it had. The grass was super. The and it was the infield, grass. Y- yes, absolutely grass. Um, and then obviously. The base pass and that kind of thing that were um, dirt kept really nice. They super job catching there was really nicely done because you didn't have a lot of holes. You see that a lot. Uh, Absolutely. Where they don't have enough clay in the dirt, right? You get a lot of powder. I know was, there's some places we go where somebody slides in and then you have this dust cloud. Uh, and not I think there. there's
0: still dust on your tablet. Uh, right? Yeah,
2: probably right. But great facility. I was so privileged and honored to play there. Uh, got to go to tournaments there. And then um, not only as a player, but as a fan, going there and watching some schools play. And that mm-hmm. facility... Um,
0: I think we should take a field trip out there. It would be, I, think,
2: I think that should be a great thing to do. Uh, there's... At the time, there was, I believe, eight high schools in Riverside, and all of them used that facility at least from time to time. Not every ball game, but a lot of them. And that was a lot of fun to uh, just have a place to go to watch a good high school baseball game.
0: Absolutely. Well, you really kind of set the bar with your number one pick. I don't know if mine will compete. Oh, you got it. But I uh, I went basketball for three and two. What? I went football Uh-oh. for number one, okay. Lone Jack. And i tell you what really... You know, because there's always one or two things that make a field memorable. Absolutely. And i tell you, for me, what made Lone Jack memorable okay. is what they do, how they utilize their space. Not necessarily even the space they have, which they have great space. Yes. But how they utilize it. One thing they did up there that really struck me was they went out their press box. And I remember we were sitting up there, and there was a room apart from us, and we get there, and we're like, so can we use this room to broadcast the game? Like, well... Actually, what we do is we rent this out to senior parents, and then they'll we rent these, we sell them at the or we take bids on them at the right. beginning of the year, it's auctioned off. and we uh, thank you, auction them off, and it's a fundraiser for the school. It helps the program, and it's it makes it a fun environment. You go up there; they had coffee makers. I think they had a popcorn machine, which we can't do without a popcorn machine. Absolutely, but I mean, it it we talk about big game atmosphere. I mean, when you're sitting up there in a press box watching a high school game and you're in a little press box room, it, it really kind of gave it that fun environment to me. It did. And that's, it, like I said, that goes without saying, too. The facilities themselves, the field is nice, everything's nice. And then that's just kind of the icing on the cake.
2: And I get nice chairs to sit in, a heater up there. Yeah, it was really, really nice. We were very, we were impressed. jealous yes. That, yes. that
0: we were calling the game from this room over here. That was it was nice as well that the where they set the media, but it wasn't as nice as that room. Right. And it's like, how much did they auction that off for? Because we might need to buy that next time Butler comes down here and we're calling the game.
2: Right. right. Yeah, that was that was really nice. Again, we talked about that even on the way home after the yeah. ball game. That that was such a great thing for them. So, but I guess that will wrap up. Today's Tailgate Picks here on Tailgate TV. We appreciate you watching and uh, we'll see you again on the next Tailgate TV.
1: Dancing with
2: the radio. Well, yeah, guess, good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to be
1: back in a Tailgate down Too don't turn nothing. It's good to be back. To be back, it's good to be back in a tailgate down town.
0: It's good to be back in a tailgate down town. It's good to be back
1: in a tailgate down town. It's good to be back.